Groups Bring It In is a part of the Pro-Democracy Podcast Coalition. The midterms are coming, and it's more important than ever that we protect and fix our elections. We all know that our government is broken, and we've had enough of the corruption, gridlock, and partisanship. But if we work together, we can fix things. We've partnered with Represent Us, a nonpartisan grassroots organization to give you the tools you need to get involved. Now until November, there are opportunities to join a campaign to make our elections fairer and even sign up to be a poll worker. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. That's represent.us slash pod. Coach David Thorpe, it is bringing in. How are you, sir? I am doing great. How are you, my friend? Cannot complain. Um, you know, we got some things happening. Preseason's here. Um, there's a lot going on. But, you know, the thing that is still captivating all of NBA Twitter and the, and the sports landscape is the Draymond Green uh, situation. And when we last had our show on Thursday, video of this fight had not yet come out. Well, now the video's out. You know, it's it comes out on a Friday. You figure, okay, whatever, nice weekend. We'll go into it quiet, no big deal. This video comes out, and it's like, oh, hell, everybody's going nuts. And here's how I see it, Coach. The Warriors were going to, in a sense, let this thing slide, right? Because the way that Bob Myers and Steve Kerr talked about it was, and Bob, you know, did the thing that every GM does. It's pro sports. This happens, right? That's the, that's the thing. That's the, that's the, that was a talking line. These things happen. There's a little altercation, right? Uh, Draymond apologized. Jordan, um, you know, he apologized to Jordan, apologized to the team. We're going to deal with the punishment internally. I doubt he'll miss any games, right? That was the tone, right? To suggest, oh, maybe it was just the dust up, right? Something you think about when you scrimmage, right? Coach calls a foul that you don't like. You know, guys are competitive, a little pushing, shoving, whatever. You know, maybe got a little escalated. When you see that video, however, that don't look like, oh, I was just scrimmaging and some escalation happened, right? Draymond walks over from where he was, right? Not near Jordan Poole. And the force and violence in which he throws those two punches. I mean, if he was a better boxer, he could have seriously injured Jordan Poole, right? Draymond's not a small man. He's 6'7", 200 and whatever the hell pounds he is. And that, to me, was like, whoa, this is way worse than you guys were letting letting us on to believe here. Um, again, we didn't have the audio. Not that, again, not that whatever Jordan Poole said or didn't say warrants that kind of response. But clearly something was uh, was done to trigger. And I say that about the Warriors letting it slide because, well, Jordan knew what went on. And everybody inside that facility knew what went on. And so had the video not leaked... Jordan was going to have to, for lack of a better term, swallow a lot of this, right? And just take it how it was and go on with how, you know, whatever the Draymond punishment would have been, everybody come back, whatever. Now the video's out. He's got to deal with, oh, now everybody saw Draymond Green knock me to the ground and all this other stuff. So now it's that part of it. And I think that piece, the fact that now everybody sees, that matters in this context because it's the same way. We have with Robert Sarver and Donald Sterling before him. The way those two owners were, those were the worst kept secrets in the NBA. Everyone knew who they were as people, but it didn't matter because no one really knew. Well, once the audio of Donald Sterling saying the N-word hit, well, now, now we got to do something because it came out, even though we already knew that. 
Robert Sarver, the Baxter Holmes, all right, this allegation, all right, crap, it's out here. Now we got to do something about it. And it's this smoking gun, right, type of situation when the you hear something versus when, no, 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 this is true. This is what actually happened. So I feel like for the Warriors, Draymond, obviously, as a leader on that team, he showed poor leadership, vacated that position. Um, and now he has severely impacted the Warriors' chances at repeating as NBA champions this year. All right. I, I could talk for three hours. I'm not going to. So let's let's make let's make sure first we saw everything the same. Okay, so we can agree that Jordan Poole stayed in one spot and was watching practice. It looks like to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. We can agree that they were uh, talking, chatting, yelling at each other in some something. form or fashion. We don't know what was said, but something was said, and we couldn't read their lips. And Poole wasn't even looking at Green. That I saw. Correct. We can agree that Green walked over to his face and got into his face, which is something Draymond is well known for. Mm -hmm. Normally, we see it for the opponents. Mm -hmm. We can agree then that Poole pushed him out of his face Mm -hmm. and started watching practice. I'm pretty sure I thought I saw his eyes on practice. And that moment, like, get off me. Mm -hmm. I'm watching practice here. Mm -hmm. And then can we agree that Green threw a punch, looked like around his jaw level? Yeah, yeah. Not head, but jaw, maybe, right? I, I think I think I saw one punch kick, I mean, the other one, and then he fell backwards into the wall where the padding is. So which, right. luckily that was there, because if it wasn't, that might have been right. way worse. Right, I mean, he, it looked like he almost had knocked him out. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all. Like okay, I mean. would you say that Jordan was not expecting to be punched in the jaw head area? Okay, here is the the the, the piece with this. In the context of the right, the real world, right? So out on the street, if some dude got into my face for whatever reason, and I pushed him off of me walking down the street, I would know by me, first of all, first of all, by him coming towards me in my physical space already, this is someone who clearly is not afraid of physical confrontation. That, that's already number one, because why, why are you getting that close to me? So you clearly don't fear physical confrontation. Okay, I don't want you in my space now. Get away. And I push you. Out in the real world, it's not just push away and I'm turning my back. I am keeping my hands up because now that I have pushed you out of my space, even though you have instigated by coming towards, I expect you to retaliate towards me. So my hands are ready. Now, in a practice setting, should it be different? Yes. But it's also, to me, KYP. Know your personnel. This ain't some random dude who, you know, it's out of character. I would venture to say this isn't the first time that Draymond's gotten into somebody's face at practice or even got physical with somebody at practice. We just never see any video. He's known to lose his temper and fly off the handle. So if I was Jordan Poole, I would be ready that Draymond may continue to further escalate this. Okay, so the defense rests now because you just proved my point. The fact that Jordan Poole didn't put his hands up Tells us something. Jordan mm-hmm. Poole's no sucker. Right. All right. By the way, you see what he did last night? Yeah. Look, look great. He fucking carried. He, <laughs> yeah. What a fucking champion he was. <laughs> he was amazing. Like, basically, he was saying, fuck you, old man. Right, right, right. You took a sucker punch to my head as I see it. Fuck you. I'm taking your money. You can go play for Charlotte. I'll see you in a few months. <laughs> fuck you. That's how I saw it last night. So, the fact that Jordan didn't lift his hands up 
told me everything. This is Draymond doing his bullying bullshit like he always does. I'm just trying to fucking watch practice. We're chatting back and forth, talking shit. That is normal. He got in my face. I pushed him off. That is normal. But there's no way Jordan Poole expected to be punched in the head. And by the way, why would he expect that? This team, I don't care if you're the worst team in the league. This is a place of business. This is a workplace atmosphere. The fact they won a championship suggests that there was some kind of unity. There's no mm-hmm. guarantee that they had it. They played right, great right. on the court. Right. But if you, can't, if you can't just shove someone out of your space and not defend your head, what kind of workplace environment do you have? Guys are getting fired for that shit. If you're a GM and you can't control that, you're fired. So here's the interesting question I have for you. And I don't necessarily yeah. disagree with what you're saying. Yeah. I think the challenge is looking at an NBA or NFL or NHL locker room like we look at Ernst & Young or, you know, right. Deloitte or somewhere else. Like, yeah, if you're in Deloitte, like, that's not going to go down because that's not the culture. I think we, not we, but the collective we, right. we have allowed this type of thing to go on in locker rooms. And it, this is right. Again, the video came out. I would, I'm ang- I ain't betting my life savings. I ain't stupid. But I would venture to say if vi- video that leaked of other practices across, we could see stuff like this happen. Not all the time. But happen sometimes, right? Like, well, but it's like we don't right, let it out, right? But let's let's be specific, Gerard. Uh, fights, yes. Skirmishes, yes. Wrestling matches, yes. Fist fights where someone may land a blow to the head. I would think, yeah, absolutely possible. Sucker, when one guy's got his arms down, right, and and you punch him in the head, and th- let's be real, it's very possible, Gerard. I, I used to be a huge boxing fan. <laughs> that the punch Draymond threw could have resulted the next day in Jordan Poole coming to the Lakers-Warriors game last night in street clothes with his jaw wired oh, shut. No doubt. No doubt. Right. All right. That, that, what he comm- that was a crime right no there. Doubt. Right. Whereas if, they're, if they're one guy sets a really hard screen and they kind of come to blows, that is normal, especially in the preseason. Normally it's not with two you know, high-level players, mm-hmm. although there is – Money involved in this situation. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Jordan's <laughs> taking Draymond's money, as we know. So that, to me, is the real issue. Is uh, millimeters away from breaking that dude's jaw, breaking his skull. Like we saw the the, the Kent Benson mm-hmm. uh, face, like with mm-hmm. Kareem. We know all of. We know how my wife once shattered her face just falling down after taking some medicine, like Nyquil, wow. and she kind of tripped. And I was just petrified I would come get arrested because I was married to her. Right. Guys fucking beat their wives all the time. Right, right, And I'm so careful in bed with her ever since to not elbow her because she's always all over the place and I'm moving. Her face fucking shattered. Yeah, yeah. You would never know it, but it was bad then. Uh, I've seen skulls broken, right? I've seen a friend of mine in in high school, a teammate of mine, on the court with me, 120 stitches to his mm. skull because of a, of a hit, an elbow. We've like, seen Rudy, Rudy Sanjanovich, Kermit Washington. We saw, I mean. Right, that, that yeah, was... the, yeah, th- yeah, that one too. Of course, right, of course. Right, the Ken Benson with Kareem and that one too. So this is, this is, imagine the Warriors trying to convince a player, come play for us. Our practices are 
kumbaya. We're looking for championships. We're paying you all this money. We play in this great Chase Center. Hey, but listen, if there's a skirmish, get your dukes up. We might be coming for your jaw. <laughs> Fuck that. That's not how businesses operate. That's how bad franchises might operate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think here, you know, Coach, and you know, you, you, you're correct. And so that was a lot of the online discourse, right? Was it a sucker punch? Was it this? Was it that? And like, look, you can get caught up in semantics. like, And it is a matter of perspective, right? I do think that matters. Where you come from and what your experiences are do dictate whatever that may be. Because we are nothing if not a collection of our experiences. And we bring them to wherever we are, right? Now, if you grow up in a particularly type of environment where violence in terms of physical was always ready to jump off, you probably have a mindset of, I stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? Like that's that's just how your brain works because you're like at any moment, somebody could be coming from me. Now, you should be able to feel like at work, that's not a thing, right? But work is just a, a, a building, a physical structure. It's still made up of people inside, right? And again, this isn't, Draymond was wrong, dead wrong. As you said in our chat, Jordan Poole well within his right to press charges. He 1000% is. Now, the culture of sport won't allow him to do that. Right, he won't do that. Right? But he would no. He's gonna he he he, what I think is gonna happen. Well, let me let me rephrase this. Ideal. Listen, I want I want everything to work out fine. Right. Like I I have no animosity towards Draymond. He fucked up in that one moment. Uh, He's lived on the edge for a long time, but he's never crossed like this before. To our now, certainly never in a game. Right. The closest he got was the was a KD thing when he had to be helped. Like right when when they when they were with the Clippers. Right. Right. That's right. I forgot about that. So uh, what I hope happens is the Warriors say. Like, basically, Draymond, uh, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Uh, we'll see you New Year's Day or so. You know, mm. make up some timeline or indefinite if you want. Uh, here's the number of 75 different kind of counselors, therapists mm-hmm. that you could talk to. Your agent can come up with more. We need to see proof that you're talking to someone. I don't care who it is. It doesn't have to be a professional therapist. You decide who you want. You got some anger issues. You got some trust issues. And now we have some anger issues. And some trust issues. We don't trust you. We are angry at you. We're trying to sign this young cat that we drafted to a big fucking deal. He might tell us, fuck off. I'm going to go get a max deal in the offseason. Because he will. That dude's a scorer. He's fast as fuck. He shoots it. And he's gotten better. And Steph loves him. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna, he might just say, this is your organization. This I'm is out. the way you have my back. I'm out. I'm going to get a max deal. Now pay me. And I can play hardball tool too. The Warriors were open to avoid that. Like they were waiting to see what hero got paid. They got to pay pool more in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And now, and now Jordan's got some real leverage. So to me, it's possible. They say, we'll see you around the new year. You, but you have to take a lot of steps towards building a, a trust from all of us. And then I don't know what your plan is with, with Jordan, but we need to see it in writing. Yeah, How are you yeah. going to convince this very important player for us that you can be trusted again? Because what's not going to happen, Mr. Green, is we are not going to ever play another practice or game where when you get in someone's face, they have to lift their hands in defense uh, prematurely just in case you decide to punch their jaw. Just like just, we've talked about this. You, you want to make sure someone doesn't get shot. Don't bring a gun to the fight. But you pull a gun out, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. It's the same scenario. This is, I mean, I'm so glad we're talking about this because it's so layered. And, you know, we talk about the Warriors all the time as the model franchise. And this is what they do. And they, they do things well. And people want to go play there. And it's, you know, 
they're able to make things work. And I was thinking about this because I thought back to, and I'm sure I, I know you've, if you've not read it, you've heard it. Um, Pat, Pat Riley's winning, winning time book, right? Um, okay, read it right away. Okay. Yeah. So you, so you know, right. And Riley coined the phrase, the disease of me equals the defeat of us. Right. Yeah. And I thought back to that immediately. And I was like, Riley has these six danger signals for the disease of me. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but a couple of ones that stuck out to me, chronic feelings of underappreciation, focus on oneself, paranoia over being cheated out of one's rightful share. And then feelings of frustration, even when the team, the team performs successfully. Personal effort mustered solely to outshine one's teammates and resentment of the competence of another. And I'm Fuck, like, man, that is. Nailed it. I was like, that is. Nailed oh, it. Like, <laughs> woo. They got five out of six danger signs. Wow. Right there. Like, and look, we all know the value that Draymond Green has to the Warriors. I would argue, and it, I, it doesn't even take a difficult argument, he is more valuable to the Warriors than any other franchise in the NBA. The way they play and the way they do things, he fits them, right? Draymond going somewhere else ain't going to produce the same kind of results it produces in Golden State because of the way they play on offense with the Cuisinart, and he's such an important part of that because if you go to another team where they play a lot of single high pick and roll, I mean, fine, but Draymond, eh, other than a roller and a passer, like he, he's not a threat to shoot. You're not worried about him, right? Um, defensively, of course, he's still great, so he'd help you on that end, but he's of the most value to the Warriors. And as one of the core pieces with Steph and Clay, he feels some type of way. And he, you know, is a type of leader on this team. But when you commit an act like this, you avoid all that, right? You 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 vacate Marcus Thompson, the athletic road, like you vacate that leadership position when you do things like this. And you said it, David, about we have to trust you again. Kevin Looney said after the game yesterday, Draymond has work to do to earn our trust back. Wow, I didn't know he said that. Like, wow. So yeah. they don't trust you right now. And to your point, Jordan Poole, not only, is he 24, 24? Is he 24 or 23? No, he's 23. young. He's young. He's 20, 23. Yeah. He's better than you. And, and his the ceiling, I yeah. think. So guess what? If you're really going to push the Warriors to choose me or him, you ain't doing yourself any favors. As Henry said last week, I mean, he's like, I'm getting rid of Draymond and Clay. I'm keeping the young guys. And it's like, this is where we're at right now. Draymond may have likely cost himself a lot of money because if, if I'm the Warriors, what, what have you shown me to give me any kind of reasoning that I should sign you for four years at whatever your max is because you're a, you were an all defensive player? I, I, I don't see it. And he's going he's gonna to rue the day that he, that whatever happened, that he took it to that level. And now he cost himself some money. He may find himself on a different squad. You know, he was on LeBron's The Shop uh, that came out Friday. Obviously, it was taped well before all this. Yeah. And on it, he, they, were at, they asked him, he said, oh, it's hard to get up for those crappy teams. Like, you know, Charlotte on a Tuesday. I'm like, well, buddy, you might be Charlotte on a Tuesday. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, that might be you going forward. So uh, this is just... You know, no, no one should be judged by their one, by their one, their one moment or their one action. But in life, there are consequences for your actions, right? And this may be one of them for him. All right. So there's two, there's two topics I still want to talk about on this. Everything you said there was so perfect. Um, one of them is, and uh, one of our favorite topics that we like to go to is uh, how terrible machismo is, mm -hmm. and the much of society today laments the fact that you can't just go around punching people and get away with it. Right. 
<laughs> they all vote for Donald Trump, by the way, just to be clear. <laughs> and Ron DeSantis um, and Ron Johnson and Tommy <laughs> Tuberville and all these terrible, terrible men. Terrible, terrible men. Uh, as, as a coach who is, who's, you know, I, I was just looking at my Facebook memories the other day from a long time ago when I was writing about how proud I was of my eight-year-old baseball team, <laughs> uh, which was not an AAU team. In other words, we, we had to coach these guys. We, they signed up, we draft them. And we coach, their, we coach them as best we can. And I just want them to come back the next season and play. Next, well, it's three months later. We, well, six months. We played two seasons a year here. Uh, that's all I did. But uh, imagine what, what kind of practices am I running? What does my franchise look like when I have to tell parents, hey, we may be throwing punches here. <laughs> so, you know, if you want to sign them up for some extra boxing classes, go right ahead. <laughs> that is just not what we do. That, that is, I mean, when I was really young as a coach, uh, I coached all my kids, as I've told you, were from the projects, basically. Fighting was very normal. And if you got busted in the head in a, in a game, never in practice, we would never do, I would never allow that in practice with our guys. Um, I kind of changed a little bit when I got a little older, but only like wrestling matches. Uh, and even then it was pretty rare. But on the road, if you elbowed us in the head, we're going to come after your head. And then I, I was 22 years old, but then I realized, what am I doing? Like, that is not what I want to teach my players. So now, and again, these are high school kids who don't have any money combined. Their entire family's generational wealth doesn't equal what Draymond makes in one year. All right. Not that solves, that solves every problem, but let's just be clear here. Most of my players didn't have cars and furniture. All right. In their homes. So what we said is if you got a shot, whether we saw it or not, let us know. So we had different plays that we could call where we, we would run full speed. That guy, whoever he's defending, would dribble full speed into our biggest dude who would set a legal screen. It's not our fault that his teammate didn't call out the screen mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. most high school kids don't. Mm -hmm. And we busted his ass that way. Or I would tell them, this is a quote, I want you to box him out relentlessly until you get a box out foul call. Mm. Fucking boxes us out to the bleachers. But you are not going to take a shot at one of our guys. We're not going to get ejected. We're not going to get a technical. We're trying to win a game here. But you're not going to get away with it. Like, th that is very normal. Very, very normal in basketball. What isn't normal is the punch to the head. Secondly, the person I felt so terrible for. Listen, I'm sad for Draymond. Like, you said it right. It's, it, he said many... Stupid thing. This was another level. And I, I don't want his legacy to be defined by this. Right. It shouldn't be. But I felt bad for Steph. Because yeah. Steph's got to be thinking, I just took us from the depths of hell. All the way back, we cruised to a championship. Back to the mountaintop. We get Weissman back, who looks good. I get Moody and Kaminga back after a year. Got we, got Divin we got DiVincenzo. Our young guys are getting better. Clay has got a full year now under his belt. Looney is mm -hmm. opening mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. 20 point rebound, a 20 point, 20 rebound different games in the postseason. And I got to deal with this shit. I'm trying to get five rings. And this guy's sweating poor to the point where he punched him in the jaw. Like, I, I just, Curry's got to be thinking, God damn. We get KD and he's gone a couple years. We get back to the mountaintop. Draymond does this shit. But, this is Pat Raleigh's. I, what you read, I don't remember. I read this when you first wrote the yeah. book. I've forgotten all of it. It's fucking great. But um, what I always try to tell, you've heard me say this. 
Man, bad shit happens trying to win a title. Bad shit happens all the way to the last game. Like in baseball, we always say it's going to take a funny bounce. We're going to drop a fly ball that we never drop. We're going to walk a guy on a, on a bad call. By, whatever. This, get used to it. Be ready for it. We train all year for it. Well, here we go. And I'm telling you right now, if Golden State is in the playoffs at a high level like we think, they'll be better from this. Because mm-hmm. Kerr will rally up the way he needs to. They were wrong to cover it up. But I understand why they do it. I completely understand. And that's also protecting Poole. Because mm-hmm. now he's got to hear all this shit. Get you think Jordan wants to hear on Twitter that? all day about getting knocked right. out. Like he wasn't tattling on anybody. He didn't say right. shit. He right. still hasn't said anything, has right. he? He has not talked yet about it. Meanwhile, as we talked about this on Thursday, I think, when, when word first got out that Poole maybe deserved something, right. we didn't know the video existed. Right. Um, uh, Curry and Iguodala had his back right away. They did. They did. Well, the, the right whole, away. That is not common. The whole org were, went out of their way, and I was like, "Well, are we like what's?" It's it just you look the, it, again. The, the Warriors may, to your point, um, turn around from this. I'm very curious to see what this means for Draymond, right? Because I do believe for this season, I still think they need Draymond to win the title this season. Um, because of his defense and his yes, passing. Yeah. Okay, but 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 Gerard, so I want to debate this. I don't I'm not really debating you. Because I understand your point, you're probably right. Do you think though, Gerard, that um the Warriors brass could be thinking if we if we ever wanted to part ways, like he gave us a gift. Oh, what a question. Right? I put him on the first thing smoking. Like, like we can <laughs> I mean and and now. So that we have all year to figure out how to win without this incredibly important player. You, you nailed it. Yes, unless someone else teaches the Cuisinart and right. has a Steph Curry like, which they do. Right. There's, there's other guys that shot better than Curry last year. Yeah. A whole bunch of them, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that, then he's really valuable on offense, even though he doesn't really shoot and score. Defensively, he'd excel for everyone. There's no doubt. But they played a lot without him last year. Did, did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Not great, but pretty well. The defense uh, is what faltered. Offensively, they were fine. For sure. Mm-hmm. They, they got all year to figure it out. All sure. year sure. to figure it out. This is, this is, do you think this is the year? To, this, this is when they say, you know what? We got, we got to part ways. Whether we tell them ahead of time or not. Is- so this is, so here's the interesting part. Because he's in year three of a deal. Next year is a player option. So he can opt in. Because it, because it. They're not, I doubt any extensions remotely being no talked chance. about right now. No chance. Maybe for 12 bucks. Yeah. No right. Chance. So he's going to opt in because he has no choice. Yeah. And then it's all right. We got, you got your one year left, right? It's an expiring. You can move that, whatever. I think that is the interesting piece here. What do they do? And, you know, you mentioned talking about Memphis, not, not that they have any issues like this, but I was worried. I was like, oh, no trip for the season. You're like, yeah, but it gives someone else an opportunity to step up and show what they can do. Well, Somebody's got to play those Draymond minutes, right? Yeah. So is it going to be Kaminga, Weissman, Weissman, some combination right. of those three right. guys? Can they approximate yeah. what Draymond does? Right. And if they can, and Myers and Kerr are like, you know what? This is actually just fine. And actually be a little bit more dynamic because we got rim protection. We can, we can do it. Let's, let's move. That's I, why I, I think a two-month suspension makes some sense where they can kind of figure out that, that uh, they have to play a little differently with Wiseman mm-hmm. on both ends because he's a very different player, but they should be able to. Uh, I've always said, I think Looney's got some Draymond-like abilities. He's a terrific defensive player at almost any position. He is not Draymond Green. There's, there is no other Draymond Green. Right. 
but he's an elite defender in my opinion. He can guard multiple scoring guys, be a helper. He's starting to score more himself, although he doesn't really shoot much. I wish he would. Um, and then Kaminga is just this breathtaking athlete. Man. So Woo. athletic. Oh, my God. And he's yeah, like 6'9", so he's, a, he's taller than Draymond. He's a big like, dude. I mean. Yeah, big dude. I feel like you don't want to start figuring it out in May. Right. Or April or March. Yeah. It's October. Like, we're not even mid-October yet. Yeah, yeah. they haven't played their first game. Now it's the time to do it. At least yeah. start with it anyway. Yeah. This will be – it's it's so interesting how, like, one action changes the course of, like, you know, like – and this, unfortunately – could be it. Um, you know, I, I wanted to touch on pool a little bit, not, yeah. not not this stuff, but in the game, it's preseason, but against the Lakers last night. Oh man, <laughs> he was pulling out some moves out of the bounds. Like this is a cat that worked on his game this summer. I was like, he looks really good. He is. I mean, he's super fast. As you said, he can shoot it. I mean, he's a he, unicorn. We don't see is, those guys. Yeah. Not that fast that shoot like that. Nope. I mean, and, and to your, you look, he races right when he's yeah. out there and uh, yeah. look, there are lineups they put out there with Steph and him and Clay, and it's just like, good luck, friends, because did, right. Did you see Steph gave him the free throw trophy? Yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um uh when a big brother uh hugs like a much younger brother, or a father hugs his son at a certain age, there's like a nuzzling that happens. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, I felt like like Poole just kind of ducked into curry's body and it was such a loving embrace that's that's curry's magic yeah yeah. it really is his magic tim duncan was the same the same and if anyone can solve this problem it's it's steph yep yep and and i think it's fair to say draymond has enormous respect for steph for sure there's no animosity there at all so draymond probably already texted and called saying like i'm so sorry I lost my mind. I, I doubt he even had, he doesn't have to express himself as to why he did it. I, there's no excuse. Yeah. Yeah. But you, men just can't be punching men in the head. <laughs> yeah. We just yeah. can't be punching men in the head. Yeah. Period. End of story. This isn't rocket science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel like if anyone though can get around it, Steph and, and the way he loved the pool, that's a Royal jelly. Oh yeah. That's oh, a Royal damn yeah. jelly there. And that, and so when you said he races, well, he got that from Steph. Yep. He just is faster. Yeah. No, it's it, just it, faster than Steph. It's just, and and you know, he 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 played exceptionally well last year. Look, th- this team will be fine in terms of like the basketball product. Um, it'll be we'll be curious to see again what what they decide to do, right? If they find gold in Kaminga, Wiseman, Looney, and they're like, you know what? Because again, we want to go back to a corporation. This is Deloitte. Draymond is a high performing employee, but he's also a high problem employee, right? That, that's that's a challenge with them, right? It, it, again, a risk. We 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 know the story about the halftime at OKC when he just had to be held back from going at Kerr. Talked about the KD situation again. I doubt that's the first time in practice he's maybe not the first time. Maybe the first time he punched somebody like that, but not oh, the first time he's gotten in somebody's face and crossed. The oh line no, that, he does that all the time. People have talked about that. I, I'm not at practice, but people have talked about that. You're exactly right. And so uh, as, he's as an a yes. Yeah, you're like, you know what? The juice ain't worth the squeeze anymore, man. Like, right. we, we can figure it out with these guys. Mm-hmm. We don't need to deal with this. Like, we just don't. So uh, going forward, it'll be interesting. It, it, the other interesting part about this as we wrap this Draymond-Jordan Poole situation is how it was talked about and discussed by other players around the league, former players, et cetera. I don't know if you yeah. saw Twitter. Everyone focusing on the leak, the leak. Who leaked it? Who leaked it? And it's like, yeah, we get it. Like, the leak is bad. Like, and clearly the leak came from inside the house. Who in the house did it? I don't know. But somebody internally did it. 
because those are the only people that have access to that, right? Practices aren't open to any Joe Schmo off the street, right? Like they're closed. So only people in there are the people who work within that organization. So somebody there sent it out. Um, but you had Chris Childs talking about, oh, good thing that tape of our 90s Knicks practices didn't get out there. Stuff like that happened all the time. I'm like, no, it didn't. Like, stop and, it. And, and even if it did, that's not a good thing. Right, yeah, like bragging, like yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right. Guys used to verbally assault women at work all the time. Right, that wasn't a good. Are we thing. are we wrong not to like it now? Right, right, right. Like no, we were we're right to not like it, and it never should have happened. Right, like congratulations, you had a, an insane asylum for right. a team in the nineties. Right. Good, great. Right, that's not a good thing. No, definitely not a good thing. And then I know Dame had like lengthy lengthy thoughts about. It. I know you had thoughts about da- Damian Lillard's yeah. position on this. Um. Uh, and I'll read a little passage of uh, of what Dame said here. Who's very close to Draymond. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, they are They're super close. Okay, what is your – so he was asked, thoughts on the altercation. It's unfortunate. When you spend as much time with your teammates as we do, you want it to be positive and you want it to be respectful. But I'd be lying if I said there hasn't been a lot of heated moments that I've seen in my career. I'm sure it happens in every locker room. You never wish to see that. I think what happens behind closed doors should stay that way. It should be handled correctly, but it should stay behind closed doors. So the fact that the video came out was wrong. On the altercation itself, as wrong as it was, I think if you're a boxing fan, in boxing they say you've got to protect yourself at all times. I think Draymond, who I know pretty well, probably walked away from that situation saying, I probably shouldn't have done that to my teammate. And Jordan Poole's probably walking away thinking, when I push somebody, I should know that something may be coming back. That's it. It's an unfortunate situation. That's insanity. <laughs> insanity. <laughs> a boxing match are two competitors going into a ring for the sheer, for the sole purpose of beating each other up to get a winner. Correct. Or knock you out or win on points. That's it. These are teammates at a practice, and neither was on the court. <laughs> neither of them were playing. This wasn't a legal screen that was set. Right. This wasn't a, a box out that was too aggressive or an elbow that caught a guy in the lip. No. This was one dude. Wanting to beat up the other guy. And the other guy didn't realize he was in a fight until he was already almost on the ground. Knocked out. Sorry, Dame. I know you're coming <laughs> for your guy. I, I don't mind you coming for your guy, but we're allowed to call out bullshit when we see it. And that's what that is. That, that is not how you run an NBA team successfully. No. If you have that situation. Jordan Poole should never have to think, I might get punched in the head because I'm talking some shit to a teammate. I mean, again, I hear what you're saying. My only counteracting pushback is, but it's Draymond. And I have to know that he's not a well person. Like, right, in, in, in the sense that he flies off the handle all the time. Right. That's who right, he is. Right. Jordan, Jordan's been there three years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would have to be a fucking idiot <laughs> to have seen Draymond punch someone in the head before and, and not, then not put his dukes up. I, uh, yeah, I, I think he expected to be pushed back. Right. Maybe. Right. He did not expect to get punched in the head, nor should he be expected right. to worry about something like that. That's something you could never tolerate. And the, the, the interesting thing, someone's going to ask this to Rod, don't you think? Someone's going to say to Bob Myers, what would you have done if it wasn't the video? Because our guess is not a damn thing. Correct. And, no. and, th- and now, and th- let's not forget this, because not just in our lifetimes, but in both of us since we've been covering the NBA, we had the gun in the locker room incident in Washington, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's where do you think that starts from? It doesn't start from playing Kissy Lovey. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not puppy dogs and ice cream. All of a sudden, the gun is at play. No, there's a there's a buildup. Nice. There's a yeah. buildup. And you know who brings the gun? The guy that can't win the fight yeah, yeah, yeah. with his fists. Like, why would you ever want that scenario? 
to just grow and grow and grow fester. It's ridiculous. It, it, it is wild. And again, I go back to that. Like as I let off this, the Warriors were going to let that shit slide. They were. Yeah. Cause Myers, probably that's why when I said, we're yeah. going to handle it internally, which basically right. means maybe Draymond. And he said he won't miss any games. Bob specifically said he did that. Say that he didn't will he? not miss any games. Yeah. That's fucked up. Now it's out my friend. Yeah. Right. And again, it looks way worse than how you presented it. You presented it like, as you said, oh, what dust stop happens all the time. Guys get physical and bright. What? Right. That, ain't, that ain't what that was. Yeah. That wasn't right. that. Right. So yeah. it is, it, again, it'll be so cute. This is going to test the Warriors and their vaunted leadership and their culture and all that. Yeah, this, that's what I'm saying. Steph's like, God damn it. Yeah. Can I just have a regular season and just be nope. a baller? Definitely not. <laughs> no, no, no. Definitely not, my friend. Definitely not. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, I thought this was interesting. So the Clippers, they have Kawhi Leonard back, Paul George. And I thought, you know, we talk about identifying roles and we, you know, we often talk about big twos and big threes and who's the number one, who's the alpha, this, that, and stuff that you and I think are stupid. But I love what Paul George said recently uh, after the, their latest preseason game. Everybody says Kawhi and you are, are one and one or one A and one B. I'll publicly say I'm the two. Kawhi's the one. I'm the two. So that part we nipped in the bud. Like there's no ego when it comes to that. And I thought that was just a nice way of being like, what? What? none of that shit matters, bro. You're fine. Yeah. Kawhi's the guy. Like, right. He's, he's one. I'm two. I try to compliment him in areas that he may be deficient in, whatever. I think when you have that kind of established sort of situation, it, it eliminates all this, the outside world, not us, because we don't do this, but many media obsessions with who's the alpha, who's going to get the last shot when the, and you, you and I talk about this all the time. It ain't about who gets the last shot. It's what is the best shot for us when it matters most, right? Like, now, it may be a one-on-one by our best guy. That might be the play, but it also might not be the play, right? And none of that other stuff matters. And I thought it was great that Paul George put that out there. And I think Coach Thorpe has frozen. So everybody hang tight. Oh, you're I back. See, I see you, yeah. You just, you just froze mid-sentence on me. I was basically just saying how great it was that Kawhi, uh, that Paul George put no, that I out love, there. I heard everything you said okay, for the last great. like five seconds. Yeah. 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 Can I talk about it? Are we yep, back yep, on? Yep, yep. Okay. Oh, I love that you put this in here to talk about. I love it. Let's go back a little bit. Um, when, when I, I felt like when LeBron was in Cleveland, I've talked to this probably before a few times. Um, he was so unhappy with, you know, his teammates just weren't very good. And I thought he wanted, a Robin to his Batman, which we used to say back then. And that's when I first called Henry and said, I think he's going to go to Miami and play for Dwayne. And the reason why I said that is because what we just saw in the documentary in the Dream Team, which you had, the Redeem Team, you haven't watched it yet, that had already happened. And I, mean, I used to watch the Heat all the time. And Dwayne was one of the best three or four players in the world. And he was happy to come off the bench. And by the way, he saved their ass one game. Mm-hmm. And you never, he, you never would know that he probably thought he should start. Kobe came on late to the scene, whatever. And I just thought, oh man, they're going to be incredible. So then when he, when LeBron went to Miami and everyone was just sure they couldn't play together. Again, I was already ESPN saying all the time, what are fucking people talking about? (laughs) Dwayne's already proved he's happy to be a team guy. And he wants to win another championship. He's already been the best player when they did. It wasn't Shaq, it was him. He just is selfless that way. And, oh, by the way, they played beautiful, beautifully mm-hmm. together. 
I love what Paul George did. Fucking, I love their team. Yeah. They're so deep. They are. They have weapons everywhere. I'm a huge Zubach fan, too. I like all their guys. Um, Reggie Jackson looked great mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. Luke Kennard's a fucking sniper. Yeah, man. Man's an energy guy. But to your point of why you put it in there, if Paul George has any – Paul George is an MVP-level candidate. For sure. And yet he has already come out and said what he said. That to me is like – if he was my son, I'd give him a big fucking hug. <laughs> great job, Paul. Great, yeah. great yeah. job. Ending the controversy. Yeah. Because there is none. Because there is none. Like, no. it's, it's so bizarre, Coach. We, it, in basketball, it's such a strange thing. We take these team awards and conflate them to individuals. And the, I just, I'm like, it's so beyond me. Like, so-and-so's got to be the man that, t-. it's like, no. Like, that's not, basketball, as you so eloquently put, is jazz, right? Like, it works so much better when five guys are moving in concert to achieve a goal. Right, the Warriors' Cuisinart offense is beautiful. Yes, Steph gets the headlines. We know that. But as you and I have said repeatedly, they don't win without Kevon Looney, Jordan yeah. Poole, Andrew. It's not just about who scores the most points. Like, yes, that is important. But there are a billion other things that happen on a basketball court that need to happen. That I don't care. Some, I mean, we see it in Washington all the time. Bradley Beal scores a ton of points. How come they don't win any games? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just cool. That's a good point. Yeah, it is. Um, again, it, what a great juxtaposition <laughs> from what we were just talking about with Golden State. Like, we're, we're trying to build a culture here, a family, right? Uh, I was telling Henry this this morning. Um, so now my middle brother is 55. He's two years younger than me, Michael. He's the one who's a radiologist. And when we were in college, whatever, sometimes friends would punch him in the shoulder. Like, not angrily, fun. Mm-hmm. He would laugh. He's like, dude, you guys understand. Like, I don't feel anything in my shoulders. Hit me again. I hit him again. He's like, I feel nothing. Like, what are you talking about? I said, man, fucking David hit me a thousand times <laughs> in my shoulders daily. But I never have once punched my brother in the head. <laughs> like, that wasn't going to happen. I, I knew he'd be fine in the shoulders. As if, um, this, is, this is what brothers do. This is what right. they're supposed to do. It'd be great for Draymond. I mean, if he could do it all again, if we could wave a magic wand and go in the time machine, there's a whole bunch of different things Draymond would do than what he did, and none of this would be happening. He fucked up. There was yeah. a pool that fucked up. He fucked yeah. up. Yeah. I love Paul for doing that, and, and their Clippers are legit. Yeah. I, I like them a lot. Again, with so many of these teams, Coach, it's just about health. If they're healthy. Yeah, it's got to get lucky. And, and yeah. they're – Because they'll manage it. That's a part that people don't pay enough, sort of like – you need injury luck in both ways, for right? Sure. Like, And if you don't have it – it's just unfortunate. Yeah. You're not going to win. Like just yeah, they can manage Kawhi. You can still get hurt. You can manage Paul George. Still get hurt. Like bad, right. bad things happen. Yeah, it, all the yeah. time. Uh, speaking of injuries, uh, two players who were injured last season, looking pretty good early in the preseason. Uh, Anthony Davis looked pretty good last night in that game against the Warriors. And Zion's been looking pretty healthy in his uh, his first couple of preseason games. We're going to tease you guys. We have a very special piece coming out later in the week from Coach Stoke about injured guys coming back. But yeah. I kind of like what I'm seeing from some of these injured guys. Coach Michael Porter Jr. looked pretty good in the game I saw. Like, it's just nice to have some of these injured guys back. And hopefully, knock on wood, they're able to manage and avoid injury again this season. Yeah, AD was not good in his first preseason game. Uh, AD looks, looked uh, fat to me. Heavy. Not fat. Heavy. Slow, heavy, lethargic. After his first preseason game, they went to Vegas for back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. He played neither. Unannounced until the right before the first yep, game. Yep. 
uh, my, my, in my opinion, he knew he would suck. And so mm. he wasn't ready yet. Last night, I thought he was struggling early. And, uh, and then he got his rhythm back, made some threes. And then all of a sudden, it was AD. And I'm telling you, um, he's, he's probably, he probably has the widest range of what, what reputationally he can be mm-hmm. and what he really is when he's rolling. Mm-hmm. Because he is a huge man now. Oh, yeah. Huge shoulders, long, athletic, seven feet tall, very skilled, mm-hmm. very skilled. Uh, all the footwork, all the shot making. He's not as, you know, he's not Kawhi, he's not LeBron, he's not that kind of, he's not Giannis, he's not right. primary ball handler guy. But, uh, well, he's an incredible yeah. player. And, and so they've the LeBron, they play, uh, they play, I think, another maybe Tuesday night. Um, I think he's going to want to play with AD now. Hey, that guy looks pretty good. Because <laughs> LeBron sat out the last couple of games. Yeah. He'll, he'll come back and play, I think. And, and if AD's hitting threes, you don't, don't got to take like yeah. eight a game. You don't need to do that. But if he's hitting right. threes. 18% last year. He, he, that, is a, that is a must for him. Mm-hmm. Well, if they have Russell. Yeah. Or if Russell plays, I should say. Because Pat Bev's looked good, too. So, so I'm going to write about this guy, too. I'm going to tease another name for you. Zion looks great physically. Okay. Kendrick Nunn. Ooh, we, you heard me talk about him a bunch. Have, you have. I've been higher on the Lakers than anyone. That's why. <laughs> that dude's a good player. He had 21-7 and seven last night uh, against many of the I – mean, Grandma didn't play, but the Warriors played mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of the game. Uh, he looks terrific. He's a, I've said this on the show a bunch. He's a better pick-and-roll playmaker than people think. Mm. And he was great last night. He, he, I love him and Pat Bev in the backcourt. Love that. Mm. I don't love rest there. I love those two there. I like it. And then, uh, yeah, they're, they're, I, I've been higher on the Lakers all year you, than anyone else has. You have, you, yeah. listen, if the Lakers are going to be good this year, I don't want to hear no other NBA media outlets talking about, oh, we, no, 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 no. You didn't know shit all along. None of you picked them anywhere except for Coach Thorpe. Only person yeah. who's been high on them. <laughs> they've got, they've got, uh, they've got a real shot. LeBron, it's what you said. They got to get injury lucky now. They got to stay injury lucky. And who knows? Yeah. Listen, strange, strange things have happened. Something I, I saw last week, Coach, that got me kind of excited, uh, t- carrying on to my uh, drive was to get rid of all short people in the NBA. <laughs> um, so I, <laughs> so everyone knows that Joel Embiid uh, is recently, was a, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. a U.S. citizen, uh, but he was born in Cameroon. And by being born in Cameroon, he is a French citizen. So he has a choice to make. How, how does that work, by the way? Because it's cause, colonialism. Cause, what yeah, is that? Yes. Yeah. Colonialism. That the fuck out of here. Yes. Yeah, it's colonialism. Fucking hate that. <laughs> so um, he's a choice to make for FIBA. He can either yeah. play internationally for Team USA or play for Team France. And why I thought that was interesting was because, coach, in the 2024 Olympics, France could put a front line out of Victor Wembanyama, Joel Embiid, and Rudy Gobert. That's three seven-footers. And the reason why I said they can do that is because you said Victor's uh, potential path as an MVP is playing like Duncan Robinson out on the perimeter, yeah. right? Shooting threes, catching, coming off screens, all that. For we, sure. We know what Joel can do in the interior, mid-post, whatever, right? And Rudy is like your rim protector role. I mean, okay, in an ideal world, if that happens, should Team USA be worried about three seven-footers on the floor at the same time? Well, yes, but they should be worried anyway. Because um, <laughs> France, France is good regardless. They're really, really good. good. One of these things, um, 
Uh, so I just tell my wife this because we saw Redeem Team documentary. Mm-hmm. We, we watched it. And if you if you look at um, if you look at some true archive stuff back when we were at ESPN, when we lost to Greece, when Team USA lost to Greece, uh, Henry interviewed me because back then I was at ESPN but not with True. He interviewed me about like should we panic? And I I told him no. I I really I think we just shot badly. I think we're fine. Then we added Kobe to the Redeem Team and that really helped for sure. But I think they had a one with or without Kobe personally. He was very good against Spain, though, for sure. Um, but it's a one-and-done situation. So if you're France and you can't beat our, our best, uh, which you probably couldn't if all of our best Team USA players played, mm-hmm. uh, pack in a zone with, you know. So it used to say when, when, when the Lakers had, when the Lakers finished games with Lamar Odom, Andrew Bynum, and Pau Gasol, mm-hmm. Uh, NBA players would say to me, man, that's 21 feet down there. <laughs> well, it's about 23 feet of length <laughs> with Gobert and Bede and, and Wimbiyama. Play that zone, pack it in, own the paint, and and either Team USA is going to shoot well and you lose, or they're not going to shoot well and you might win. Yeah. And yeah. and the, the challenge will be on the other side. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, no. What I mean by that is, um, yeah, defensively for sure, because Wembyama's got to guard someone, but if they play zone, they won't. But Gerard, um, Victor's going to have what one year of NBA experience at that point? Twenty twenty four Olympics, yes, love one year, yeah, one year. And cannot be trusted with the ball, probably. Mm-hmm. MB definitely is someone you like to trap. Mm-hmm. Not a good passer. True, true. Rudy, not a good passer. True. Yep, yep. So Team USA, if indeed that's possible, I would expect to see a Team USA construct of at least five or six guys that can really press really run and press and they have to generate offense from their D because that defense with those three dudes will be hard to score on mm-hmm. unless you're just shooting it lights out, which is always important. Right. But you don't want to build a team that says, well, we can't win unless we shoot well right. when you're team USA. Yeah. You better have other options. That would be an option as a pressing unit yeah. of five, six, seven guys that can, I can employ if they're going to go zone like that. Yeah, no, I, I I loved it. As soon as you thought, I'm like, yeah, they go zone. They own the paint. You're not scoring any rim points against that squad, right? You won't. <laughs> Those guys are so fucking long and tall. Yeah, I, all three of them, yeah. And yeah, you can run some, I mean, imagine, you know, pin down action with Embiid. And Rudy leads the league in dunks every year in the NBA. It's not like you can't score at the rim. Right. You can't post them. Yeah, they could run. So who would be their guards? Fournier, Batum, probably so Fournier. Yeah, you know those guys. I'm sure, and, and then the rest of their French dudes who played. God, that's a tall team. Batum with the two. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's old though. A, he he's is old. old. He is old. Yeah. he might be forty by the time I left this year. No, it's it just I, I I thought about it and I was like, oh, they're trying to because the, the reason why I thought about it is because Team France is trying to recruit him. They're like, come on, don't you want to play with us? And if but yet, did he not agree to do it? He I thought he did. He hasn't, agreed, he hasn't said who he's playing okay. for internationally. No, okay. No, no side. If they take those guys. Where has he though, ever played? He hasn't, he hasn't done anything internationally. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, he's resting. He needs to rest. I'd rather just rest. Smart by yeah, I mean, he should. Yeah, right. Um, Because we, who are our U.S.-born seven, not Durant, like centers. Who are our, bam. Right, 6'9". Right. We, we got nobody, right? Because Cat plays for uh, Puerto Rico's Dominican Republic. So... Right, he's not a, yeah, right. he's a team USA. I, I like Devon Looney. Oh, that's <laughs> right, like we, got Looney. Looney. Yeah, we got Looney. We yeah, got but him. he's six foot eight. He's not a tall guy. <laughs> he's six and he can't shoot threes. <laughs> Looney wouldn't be a good answer, but I love Looney. Yeah, we uh, well, Weissman, not Weissman. potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's All got right. a shot. I'm a. I, I've always been a fan. 
there's nothing I'm seeing from him that makes me think he's not going to be a fantastic player. Yeah, and look, and he's he's getting to play finally. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. He's playing. so important. He hasn't played. Yeah, in, it's know. so let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, Travis Moran, our editor, mm-hmm. wrote this great article about grandmaster chess players, yep. and we've talked about it a little bit. Where the speed chess guys, pattern recognition's big, quick thinking. The grandmaster real chess players need experience because mm-hmm. you've seen every move before. And it's why LeBron and Chris Paul are so amazing is they, they played all these rounds before. They have all these reference points and their bodies can still do what their minds want them to do. That isn't common mm-hmm. for players their age, right? So valuing playing time is everything. It's those reference points. So Wiseman just needs, I mean, so he's a desert. Yeah, he's a de- he's the he's the Nairobi desert, <laughs> Sahara desert. The guy's barely played since high school, which isn't anywhere close to the same kind of right. game. He needs minutes. If 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 LeBron and Chris Paul are like the Smithsonian Library, he's got a file folder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, right. he, got, he got nothing. He got, exactly right. He got exactly. one file folder with like five pieces of paper in it. Like not a exactly whole lot right. happening there. So funny. Um, keeping that in mind though about playing time and why it's so valuable. Because this is how you learn. I was having a conversation with my cousin over the weekend um, about the Knicks. And it's like, how are you going to know? They have Cam Reddish. Like, Cam Reddish was once the, what, number two or three high school player in his class? Yeah. Like, I've seen him score, what is it, 30-something points in a playoff game. Is he not playing at all right now? I don't know what they're doing over there. Like, I just don't know what they're doing. Like, why did you trade for him if he's not going to get playing time? Like why is why do we? I have, thought he might be a little. I thought he might be a little hurt. I mean, I if he's know. hurt, that's one thing. If we got Tibbs out of here course. being like Evan Fournier, yeah, he's probably gonna have to lead in the lead in the clubhouse at the two guards. But I'm like, we already know what Evan Fournier. What, why right. are we doing this? Like, right. and it's that it's that mindset, right? Of like Tibbs just cannot tolerate losing. And but like, yeah, but so you're gonna grind out 39 wins, but you're not like it, that doesn't do anything. Like that, that doesn't that's not helpful. Maybe you might get the 10 seed, which I doubt, right? Like, let right, these young kids then. play and yeah. screw up, but then they, they're going to get better. And you teach the game. I mean, that's what, that's what you coach, right? I would assume. Right. To teach the game. Right. right. No, that's a great point. And uh, I like Brunson there. I like the toughness mentality. Let Cam play with those guys and develop some toughness. Yeah. If that's indeed you think he's too soft. But you got you got to play and fail to figure it out. Yeah, that, 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 that's the, I mean, that really is the only way you learn, right? I mean, and, yeah. then what, and then what happens is those guys get put on the bench and they get dusted off, like, with, haven't played in 10 days, put into a, a tight situation. They screw up. Of course they're going right. to screw up. Because right. what- <laughs> and it's hard to play well in three minutes. I was telling some of this the other day. Uh, you know, the guy that gets a three a game and keeps missing, it doesn't mean he's a bad shooter. Right. It's just hard. They, these guys that take a bunch of threes, they get reference points from every shot they take. I'm a little strong on that, a little more arc on this one. I can, put, I can make it a little bit flatter. I got to get my balance better. The guy that's taken one through the whole game has probably been shot since halftime or pregame. He's sitting there stiff as hell, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets no feedback, and he gets no more shots. It's just, yeah, it's very hard to do that until you're like mid-30s almost. It's well, very hard. You know, you, you say it all the time, right? Like the NBA is so not good at player development, right? Like yeah. it's, it's just, they're, not. they're just not. And the yeah. incentives are misaligned, right? Coaches are worried about their jobs every second of every yeah. day. Like it's just it, and the stars got to get their minutes. It's just the whole system. It just doesn't really work for ultimately what you want, unless you know you're one of the smart teams who really you know they they figure out a way to make it work. All right, guys, we will be back on Thursday. 
Um, and stay tuned. Uh, Coach and I are working on something special for you. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, going to try out some things, get, get some more coach speaks and more on the floor expertise from, as David likes to call his big old basketball brain. Okay. That's, that's, that's where the good, that's where the nuggets come out from David's big old basketball brain. All right, guys, we'll see you on Thursday. Take care.